You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to American Sex, a podcast dedicated to normalizing conversations about pleasure and alternative sexual expression by challenging those puritanical backward ass ideals that we have right here in the United States. This is episode 137 of American Sex Podcast, and I am Sunny Megatron. My co-host is Ken Melvoin-Berg, who you'll be hearing from in just a few minutes. We're sexuality educators, pleasure advocates, and kinky perverts, too. So first of all, I want to start out the show by giving a shout out to us, all of us, including you. Yesterday was American Sex Podcast's third birthday. We launched on August 9th, 2017, which is also incidentally Ken and my wedding anniversary. So yesterday, we also celebrated six years of wedded bliss. I love you, Schmooky. This week's guests are the mother-son sexual health duo from Sex Talk with My Mom. It's a comedy podcast hosted by Karen Lee Potter, a sexually liberated cougar mom, and Cam Potter, her still-exploring comedian son. Karen Lee is the host of the popular Karen Lee Potter YouTube channel and the author of A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There, and Fuck Games Date Cougars. Cam has appeared as a clown on America's Got Talent and HBO's Silicon Valley. He also runs a sex-positive podcast network called Pleasure Podcast, which we are a part of too. So this conversation was actually recorded during a live stream a few months back, way back in April of 2020. This was when most of us were about a month or so into quarantine. Well, This is actually a timely conversation because it turns out, although our situation seems to have changed from April to August, at the same time, the various ways that isolation has impacted our sex lives still absolutely stand. And also, this is such a fun, relatable, and reassuring conversation. It really is truly timeless. In it, we talk about how our desire is waxing and waning during quarantine. Some of us have completely lost our sex drives, while others are hypersexual, wanting to use every moment they can to explore new things. Cam and Karen Lee tell us how they're dealing with isolation, and along the way, they give us tips for relaxing under pressure, opening yourself up for feeling worthy of receiving pleasure, combating the challenges of looking for partners during quarantine, new types of porn to explore, using isolation for an opportunity to conduct some long-term tease and denial, and more. We also answer listener questions about maintaining long-distance polyamorous relationships. As I said, this conversation was recorded a few months back, and it was part of our weekly Wednesday night live stream series on the Get Vocal platform. And this live stream also simulcasts on Periscope, YouTube Live, and Facebook. And I'm telling you, if you have not joined our Wednesday night live streams yet, you need to. They're free, by the way. Also, last week's stream It was a mini sex ed lesson called All About the D, where we gave penis pleasuring tips. You know how many people joined us last week on all of our simulcast platforms, the big one being Periscope? 5,000 people. Yeah, 5,000 people all at the same time watched live and walked away with a bunch of newfound cock know-how. And also on these live streams, if you're on the Get Vocal platform, you can interact with us by asking questions in the comments in real time, or even popping on camera with us to chat. And yes, as I said, these live streams are 100% absolutely free. You got to join us. Subscribe and watch weekly at bit.ly slash sunny get vocal spelled S-U-N-N-Y G-E-T V-O-K-L. And as always, that link will be in our show notes at americansexpodcast.com for this episode 137. Speaking of free things, you have joined our 
absolutely free sex positive discord community, right? You need to. It's at bit.ly slash discord ASP. And that link again is also in the show notes, just like all the links we talk about on our podcast. And on the discord link, you know, we discuss everything from sexuality, BDSM, mental health, and all sorts of stuff off topic things. We talk about our pets, funny memes, gaming, you know, recipes, you name it. We talk about it. It is a very active and friendly community. We'd really love for you to come join us. So come on over. Okay, American fuckers, you know what time it is, right? It's big welcome and heartfelt appreciation time to the new members of our Patreon family. Each week, you warm our dirty little hearts. I tell you, our Patreon family keeps growing and growing. This week, big, huge welcome and heartfelt appreciation to Mako, Francesca, Sean, and Tony, all for becoming American Sex Podcast Patreon members this week. You can become a Patreon member too at patreon.com slash American Sex, and you're going to get stuff. Bonus stories from our guests, extra full-length episodes, every single one of our episodes early, uh, stickers sent to you in the mail, a shout-out on the podcast, a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, Ken and I, we give almost all of our content away for free. And that's a lot more than just this podcast you're listening to here. And we do that because we believe these conversations are important. They are relationship improving, they are life changing, and every person should have access to them. So by supporting us, you allow our content to remain free for everyone around the entire world. So again, that address is patreon.com slash American sex. Okay, American fuckers, one last quick thing. We're going to be taking a one-week hiatus next week, which is August 17th. But no worries. We will be back as usual on Monday, August 24th with another awesome episode. But right now, get ready to laugh and feel better about whatever is happening or not happening with your sex life right now. Here is Cam and Karen Lee Potter. So we have two special guests with us. Cam and Karen Lee Potter of the Sex Talk with My Mom podcast. And yes, mom-son duo here. And if you're like, oh, okay, so it's some dudes that looks like Jesus that makes a podcast out of his mom's <laughs> No, like, they're legit. They've been on, on the Megyn Kelly show. Cam, you were on America's Got Talent. Like, you are both awesome. And you and, don't live in your mom's basement anymore. Right. No, I do not. I don't even have a basement. <laughs> Good, good, good. I would Unfortunately. like to see yeah. if, you, if you did, you could be quarantined together. It'd be much easier to get work done. Like, oh, yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've been pitching it. He's just right? not taking me up on the offer at all. Well, you know, you know. So, uh, what I want to talk to y'all about today is sex under quarantine. So, you are both quarantined apart. Thank God. Um, you have very different. <laughs> <laughs> And I know, Karen, when we were talking like er- earlier a few days ago, we we're talking about like sex drive waxing and waning. And like for some people, libido is through the roof. And for some people, it's in the toilet. For some people that are polyamorous, they're suddenly non consensually monogamous because we can't do shit. Um, so, how are both of your sex lives right now? What's going on? <laughs> Let's just don't, don't beat around a bush, okay, Sonny? No, I want to hear what bush beating around is going on in your (laughs) Well, we ain't got any bush in this house, so I don't know. Why don't you start, Cam? Because you've had a very, I'm sure you've had a lot to talk about. Very robust and active sex life uh, with just me and uh, uh, no one else. That's that's all that's here. You need to know your hands. I you know, I wanted to ask you about this because, you know, the first week of quarantine, I think I'm over like a month now. So week one, nonstop masturbation, just jerking it all the time. I was surprised, honestly, that I had that much stamina. (laughs) And then I hit a fucking it was a deep valley. And I think my libido just shut down for the next three weeks. And I had it all up. You literally shot your wad and. (laughs) i needed three weeks to recharge (laughs) yeah it was unbelievable and and, i you know i i i 
I started getting very much in, aware of how related my sex drive is to my own stress levels. And I don't think it's ever been that apparent to me in the past. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I have noticed that like, I'm really in tune with my stress levels and just how it's affecting me in general. Like, you know, not just sexually, but like as a person. Um, And it's interesting because as I talk to different people, it's like when you have all the stress that we all are having right now, two things seem to be happening. People are just like, oh my God, I can't think of sex. Like I am completely stressed the fuck out. Or I just want to lay on the couch and maybe cuddle and eat all the snacks that we stocked up. <laughs> like one that, you know? Yes. Um, and then other people like, and I'm not this person, so I kind of can't relate. Some people under stress get like hypersexual. Like that's how they deal with their anxiety and their stress. And so I'm reading, because it's not me, I'm reading uh, with other people that they're just like, I can't get enough. Like I'm fucking and fucking and fucking. And I just, I conceptually, I understand, like, I can sympathize, but I can't empathize. Like, I've never been there. I don't get it. So this you would have it's, it's, I think it's amazing that some people could have such a different, uh, a, you know, sex means such a different thing to them. Like, it actually acts as like a pressure reliever as opposed, mm-hmm. it, as opposed to basically the only time I can get horny is if I'm in complete meditation retreat where <laughs> no, there's nothing coming in at all. Then yeah. I'm very aroused. Yeah, that's weird. Now, what about you, Karen Lee? Are you like sex under pressure or is it like shut down, cuddle on the couch, eat all the snacks? I mean, I think I'm a little bit of both. I mean, there if there's something like, because I, if I feel like I've got more time on my hands, especially at night, I might get a little more horny. But in general, I'm a little bit like, huh, I want to eat and I'm going to drink and I want to watch my shows and don't bother me. <laughs> However, if I have like some visual like stimulation from some of my friends who get a little freaky with me on on a camera, then I can get much hornier. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. What the fuck does that uh, mean? I was just going to say like, okay, so you all know my, I'm friends with um, Nina Hartley. Yeah. Okay. And say hi so to she, Nina, by the way, next time you talk to her. How I will you? definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, she and her, her partner, Wendy, are very sexual people. So we decided to do like a little like um, video, like I, I would say like a video chat. And the next thing you know, it's like, I'm like, they are going at it. You know, it's just, it's, it's, uh, so that can get me then in my mind going for several days after that. Yeah. Did, did, you, so, did you prompt anything? Did you say like, what's going on over there? Yeah, like I did just saying, how does that happen? I've never been on the phone with the, with some friends and suddenly they're making out in front. I, I, they, are, they are too wild you and crazy. Friends, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're very affectionate and they're just uh, a lot of fun to talk to in general. So, I mean, it just happens that, uh, they got a little frisky, and then that gets me frisky. And then uh, that gets my boyfriend, who we call D's friendly, and frisky, frisky and friendly. So yeah. it's kind of. But I mean, in general, I I mean, it's a it's a tug of war with me because I get tired because every night I decide, oh, I have to have my glass of wine. There we go, yeah. right here. Have my little glass of wine. I got water. Sorry. Oh, anyway, I have to have glass of wine, and then and then after I have a glass of wine, then I sit down and watch TV, and there's so many good shows on. Next thing you know, I'm like, you know, yeah. oh shit. Rewind. I forgot where I was. So anyway, but so I can always be convinced with a little back massage. Yeah, yeah. It's Does that answer fun. your question? Oh, totally, totally. And and you have me thinking like I don't know. You have you read Emily Nagoski's book Come As You Are? Was it no, but I think I want to. So, um, Is it C U M? I think it's spelled C O M E, but you, we know what it means. Uh, no matter how it's spelled. Um, C U M. Uh, she was, I forget which book now it, it's in, but she talks about responsive desire. And I found myself, I am very much this way, even pre-quarantine. Like, I don't know. I think part of it is just the way I am sexually. It's like my sexual personality. And then, you know, like Cam was saying, when I'm stressed out, I'm like, that's the last thing I want to think. Of. So right, it's like, right. I don't find myself getting turned on unless I kind of force the issue. Unless I'm like, okay. I have to actively make something sexy happen in front of me, or I have to like get out a toy or get out Ken or whatever. But it's like, I have to force myself 
to like go the extra mile to not just get turned on, but like get to the point of getting in pretty far into sex before I actually get turned on. Yeah, I think women are like mentally built different than men in that respect. But the other thing I was gonna say is like one for for Cam's dad who passed away and unfortunately, we like literally had to make it like a, a point, like we would make a point to like, okay, every Sunday night, we're gonna have sex. Otherwise, we go like right. you know, uh, and every time I had sex, it was like when you get a massage. Every time you get a massage, you're like, why don't I do this more often? You know, every time you have sex, it's always great. Good analogy. Yeah, but it's like you don't, you don't, your brain doesn't get there until you're in it, and then yeah. you're like, why the fuck don't I make that more time for this? This is fun. Yeah. One who's neither increased nor decreased. It's everyday masturbation, nine a.m. to eleven a.m. three times every but day. You can. Yeah, every day, and then I'm done. But that's it. It's just maintenance. Yeah. Our work day Seriously, is three times a day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Our work and between day the hours nine and eleven. We yeah. we just interviewed a guy who literally masturbated when we first we had two interviews with him last year or two years ago. He was masturbating five times a day. This time we just interviewed him. He, I think he was down between two and three. Is it be- why was he down? Like is it quarantine? Um, because he it's moved in with I think he moved in with his girlfriend. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. That'll do it. <laughs> so how does, so between nine and 11, is the full two hours occupied by masturbation? Yes. Wow. That is amazing. That's a I lot actually, of time spent on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a lot of trouble just enjoying pleasure. Wait. Just even by my, with myself, just even if it's watching TV, if it's whatever, it's next to impossible for me to just sit down and, and relax I can relate. I and can usually relate. I require other friends to pull me into that state yeah. of pleasure. Yeah, I can totally relate. And you know what's interesting? I have been going to um, like sexuality retreats that are a little like I'm not woo woo, like, you know, spiritual meditating at all. And but I've been going to sexuality retreats that kind of lean that way because I realize like uh, breath work and things like that actually are really helpful. Like I'm starting to to make the connection between my mind and my body. And that's one of the things I've noticed in the sexuality retreats I've been going to that are a little bit more like woo-woo spiritual is they're really into like, uh, you know, dropping your defenses and concentrating on being able to receive pleasure without guilt, without, you know, and recognizing and attuning yourself to the fact that you need to slow down sometimes Hmm. and you need to feel comfortable receiving pleasure. And like, if somebody were to tell me that a couple years ago, before I went to like some spiritual sexuality retreats, I'd have been like, that's some hippie woo woo bullshit. Um, But it's fucking like helpful. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I don't have that in my life and I don't know what it, what, you know, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of other deeper psychological reasons why I don't allow myself to have that pleasure. Or when I do, I feel guilty and, you know, just like peeling away the onion as to why am I like this and when yeah. can I recognize it? And so it sounds like you need to do that, Cam. Yeah, you're absolutely right because I spent the whole last weekend in a, like a meditation retreat basically. And only after that was I able to masturbate for the first time in like three weeks. See? You're totally right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. think about, think about as, as animals, if you're going to, you know, the, the man has to like come really quickly. If, if he's, he's washing, he's looking around to see if anybody's going to attack him. You know, it, I'm talking about the caveman days, but the women they're all they're, they can't be relaxed either unless they're in a nice you know state of mind. So it makes sense that we are built this way and wired this way. Yeah, you know, women women don't take a lot more time and not more be a lot pickier as to who they're getting you know involved with as opposed yeah. to a guy. Yeah, and I mean we live in a culture where it's like fast, quick. You know what I mean? We've been socialized, no matter what our gender is, to to just have this like quick get it done. Don't enjoy it. Work, work, work. Go. Don't waste your time with doing a hobby. Waste your time with a side hustle that's making you money. That's, you know, it's like we've cultured ourselves out of enjoyment completely. Like we're not allowed to just do nothing or. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But this, but this this time is kind of allowing us to kind of do nothing. 
but even though we're supposed to be doing nothing, we're still doing shit, especially as as, in, as in creative people like we are. And I think that that's like, like we, we've been interviewing on the regular audio podcast that drops on Mondays. We've been interviewing a lot of um, psychologists like um, Dr. Chris Donahue and Kate, uh, Kate Lurie, who's a licensed marriage and family therapist. And they're saying the same thing. Like we are all pressuring ourselves to be productive. And I think we're doing the same thing with sex. Like we're pressuring ourselves to keep up our normal sex life, you know, whether that's less sex or more sex. Um, And just as sexual people anyway, and I'm sure you get the same thing. It's like when anyone comes and asks us a question, it's, am I normal? It's somehow related to, am I normal in some way? And a lot of it is like, I don't feel like I'm having enough sex. I think I do. I feel like I'm the time, the amount of time, that I'm spending having sex is wrong, you know, no matter whether right. it's too much or not. And I think that we are so fixated on like, what's the average person having sex so many times a week, I have to hit that. And it's like, okay, why are we worried if we're having a different amount of sex now? So it's mm-hmm. different situation right now. Like, you know, everyone's talking about how, oh, things are fluid and everything's on a spectrum and you shouldn't expect everything to be the same throughout different points of your life. Same with sex. So this might be a time where you're just not having a lot of sex and that's okay. Or maybe you're horny as shit and you're humping the couch. Or you maybe know? you're in the middle. Or, or maybe, maybe you haven't changed. Yeah. Or, like, or maybe you just like escapist fantasies that you want to talk to different partners about what you can do to them after the pandemic. Oh, that's what I've been doing. Like three or four. Oh, wow. And texting people, talking about exactly what I'm going to do to them after this whole thing is over. And a lot of it is about tease and denial, doing whatever I can because they're like, oh, just fuck me, just fuck me. No, 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 no. I'm going to tease you. It's going to go away a little bit. We're going to do stuff to make you suffer for extended periods of time. And I'm not going to let you come. Oh, oh, I like this. Is just a lot of fun. That is a good question for you. Someone asked me this for the first time recently. And they're like, do you come every time you have sex? And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Do you come every time you have sex? I, I only come when I have sex if I do it myself with a powerful vibrator. Right, but, I, but you um, come every time. Usually. There are times where sometimes I just can't. But No, but um, the point is that you do like 80%, maybe 85% of the time at least, right? Yeah. yeah. But okay. it's, it's not so, due to the, the, the cause of the partner I'm with. It's only because I'm taking it in my own hands. If I wasn't, I wouldn't. But it, but that my point is it, it takes a long time to make sure that you do come each time. So that's why in your mind you're thinking, well, I could be writing up a bunch of uh, work for tomorrow. I could be doing this, 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 or I could take 45 minutes to make sure that I have sex and then come. So it's, <laughs> it's a, starting a GoFundMe for Cam's therapy. There you I go. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Summer. Actually, I'm part of Kaiser Permanente, and apparently telephone therapy is free. So no need for the funding. Yeah, I'll take it though. Actually, it would be best. <laughs> but Karen Lee, you're right. You are right. Like, um, and we had, yeah, we had on the was it this week? No, last week on the podcast, we had Midorian, and she said something that I think both made both Ken and I like our light bulbs went off. Like, oh, she was like, you know, you can look at sex as like a gourmet meal where it's like all this prep, it's gonna take all this time, and da 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 da. Or she's like, you can look at it as a snack. Maybe you're not going to go all the way to coming. Maybe it's just like a couple minutes of pleasure. But because we look at every sex act as like a gourmet meal where you have to prepare and you have to, just the thought of it is exhausting and we don't want to do it. Yeah. 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 It's going to take too long. It's not going to happen. Whereas if you just thought of it, it's like sometimes I'm not going to make it a big deal. And sometimes I'll make it like a, you know, a quickie. Right. And right. Sometimes you just want to pee on somebody while you're wearing a Trump mask. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm the only one. <laughs> I, I, I'm speechless. It's very often, very, very rare you're going to find me speechless, especially if I drink a glass of wine. But that <laughs> that did it for me. Yeah, yeah. So Ted, what what is allowing you? Like, what do you? Is it porn? That you're watching from nine to eleven? No, it's a combination of sexting and porn. Uh, I find it interesting though, because it's like you know how we talk in BDSM 
um, we talk a lot about how it can be therapeutic, right? And one of the ways is you can take a BDSM scene and turn it into a corrective experience. So an example is somebody who likes to be humiliated, let's say, and it's just, you know, I'm not saying everyone who likes to be humiliated, this is their story, but it's just a random example. Let's say they were humiliated in um, middle school about the size of their penis or something. And they, oh, you got small, and maybe now they grow up to have fetish scenes or BDSM scenes where someone does small penis humiliation. But the thing is, instead of having all the girls laugh and walk away, now that you're making the BDSM scene, you could have it end with maybe you get humiliated, but at the end you get a blowjob or you get to come or whatever. So it's a like you're rewriting the trauma and you're making mm-hmm. it a corrective experience. So it's like, Ken, you're kind of doing that with like, holy fuck, we're in quarantine. I just read an article. We might be at this till 2022, but instead, you did not. No, I'm don't tell me into did. something fun and make it my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's how you cope. You're coping with your penis. It's about it. Yeah, it's about adapting. Mm. It is. I don't know what to pee on right now, but I can, you know, I can do that. But I can, I can dream and I can think about it. Oh, I think that's kind of cute. I like oh, look at these two little lovebirds. I can't oh. handle it. He, he, he has reframed this. Wait, go back. You don't mean 2022. You just, it was an example. I read an no, article that's... that said big events like concerts and even like university classes. Some experts are like, it might be till 2022. So we're completely back to normal. And I was like, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to be completely back to the way it was before. Karen Lee, there's, there's, there's no way. Um, there's too many things going on, but it's not that it's going to be worse. We're just going to have a new normal and things are going to be slightly different where there there may even be the possibility that every year we have a coronavirus and every year you're going to have to get a new vaccine because of the low antibody counts in younger people. They may not be developing a vaccine as fast as they thought, which means that we're going to have constant outbreaks. It might mutate and change. Like the flu every like year. Like the flu every yeah. year. So it's like, and they're looking at it now and they think it's a combination it, it very much looks like AIDS and SARS mixed together. When people are doing the autopsies and the people that died, it looks like an AIDS victim because the amount of degeneration in the organs. Um, and there's elements to both diseases, which make this, it doesn't mean it's not controllable, but it's unlike anything else we've had to experience other than the flu, but it's more severe than the flu. So it's okay. really important. That, so, so Cam, if you were almost got a boner, maybe it's, I'm sorry. Retreat is just erased. <laughs> every every, every <laughs> positive game. First of all, none of gone. this is because we know nothing about the virus. Like it's there's very little that's known. This is just what looks likely right now with the information that we have. Now that doesn't mean that's what's going to be happening, but I would really be surprised if we got back to like even like assembly. May 15th, yeah. like, oh, that's not like, happen. Yeah, the virus yeah. is going to take longer in different areas and different places are going to have different staggered schedules, kind of like how it started. So it's in- You know, like, we, I, need, we need like a, a like a helmet, like a, like a Jetsons helmet or something where you just like walk around in a bubble. I, I almost have one when I, my going out. <laughs> I've got special goggles. Right. This years ago, like, I, like I'm a prepper, so I have a go bag and I went into my go bag. I'm like, oh, I forgot about these. They're snowmobile goggles. They completely seal my eyes so no droplets can get in it. And they're prescription. And they're prescription. Yeah. And they have uh, like $90 like uh, sun coating on them. So it's, but it's like this huge ass bubble that gets this part of my face and that with a. He looks you know, like, baca, you look like baca-lava. a monster fly with like. The bamboo thing over and then the big bug eyes, like you're a fly gonna rob a bank. It sounds uh, like you're ready for Burning Man. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. much like a burner. Yeah. <laughs> totally work there. Because of the beard, I have to have like one of the Middle Eastern scarves so that I can like hide all of this and be like have something to filter my face. That's so, what I wanted to do. I have a question then. So yeah. I'm worried about my son now. He's single, he doesn't have a girlfriend. He doesn't Are you get referring a to me as your son? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm referring <laughs> to the one right down there. Yeah. How is he, if this is going to go on for for indefinite, how is he ever going to be able to be with another person? Well, I, I'm going to do shameless plug here. Watch our uh, episode from a couple of weeks ago. I give you all the, all the dirty shit you can do online. Like, 
it's more than just whipping your dick out on Zoom. Let me tell There's, you. We have a whole episode uh, on what you can do to meet people remotely. And then eventually we will be able to have contact with people again. It's not like we're going to be like this forever, but there may be continued times where it's like, oh, time to do social isolation again, like for three months. Like it might just be like that. And also one of the other things is uh, they're just beginning to explore uh, what's going on with the three areas that the ACE2 receptors are on. The third area, so it's the heart, the kidneys, which like a lot of the patients are having systems fail. The third one is testes. There's the chance that people that get COVID might be sterile afterwards. So if you want the baby, <laughs> oh, no, don't now. Say. again, there's Can't a way to not work for another two weeks, you know. Uh, but I, you know what I think, Cam? I think <laughs> oh, my this God. is the answer. This I didn't already get anxiety. There goes my future grandchildren. I'm worrying about it. You killed your grandchildren, apparently. <laughs> killed my grandchildren. You killed my potential for having a daughter-in-law. This is fucked. No. Okay, listen, Karen Lee. Karen Lee, do not worry about Cam meeting people because I'm going to tie in your hippie woo-woo retreat here. The universe wants you, Cam, to work on receiving pleasure and you need to work on that alone. So don't worry about meeting people. This is your time. Hell yes. Yeah. See? We're However, I still am on hinge. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I just immediately, they have a new button that says, like, are you ready for like a uh, video call or video date with them? It's just immediate. Yes. I'm lonely as fuck. Yes. Oh. I, there doesn't need to be any chat. I don't care who it is. Just let's go on the date. And last week, wasn't it? Was it? I think so. I don't remember. What was it? Oh, so oh <laughs> yes, it was Saturday Night Live last week. Did their whole show via? I heard Zoom. about this. Yeah, and there was one where it was like a Zoom dating show, and it was like, "All right, meet Bachelor Number One." She's like, "He's good. I'll take him." Because it was like, <laughs> and it's, and she was just like, "I don't care. We don't have to talk." He has a pulse. Yeah, He's good. yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the goal. Go ahead. The yeah. goal is really. I figure at some point we're going to trickle out of the house, and then probably there'll be a second wave, right? And we're going to have to get re-quarantined. That little time frame, I'm gonna be good. There's no say goodbye to sex talk with my mom for pleasure podcast. I've got eye on the ball. I'm going, I'm finding a girlfriend for quarantine number two. And there's make no way I'm babies make little poters before the fucking coronavirus hits my testes. I'm making those kids. <laughs> Thank God. I'm glad you figured it out, Cam. Moving right along. Within a, within a year, you're gonna be a grandmother, mother. and then don't nap for 18 years. Okay, great. <laughs> that's true too <laughs> oh god you know what maybe i wanted to ask you about your thoughts on camming is it cam. are, you, are you is that a verb or like what, what cam, cam on camming yes cam so because we got this sponsor mygirlfund.com oh yeah right and so i i was to do some research and also because I thought it'd be funny if I became Cam on Cam uh, and started doing a, my own Cam channel. That's so meta. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I started doing some research uh, and then I got sucked into this camming world. And it is far more impactful on me than porn. Because it's interactive. Oh, it is okay. Unreal. Have you never seen before, Cam? Have you never no. been chatterbait? No. Oh, oh, dude. He, oh, man. Yeah. Only fans. <laughs> Do all of it. Explore, my son. I'm yeah. married. And I thought you could be masturbating three times a day between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. I guess it's, it's unbelievable how different it is than only porn. fans. You're supporting people and you're getting a nut. It's do it. It's it's a win win. Getting a nut. Yeah. No, and, no, and no think about it. If, if it's a quickie, it's probably very cheap. I, I guess no. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think OnlyFans is like a membership situation. Right? So are people going to pay there's, you? There's some that are free. There's some that are five bucks. But like you should do that. So are people going to pay you? No. No one's going to pay, pay them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I quickly learned after my research that no one is going to fucking pay me for that. But Unless the dudes will. You know, maybe dudes. Yeah. 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 I'm, not th- I'm not so excited about that. But uh 
it, it, I've been, it's, I've, come on, Cam, amazed. one checkoff film. Take one for the boys. One checkoff <laughs> film. One. one. It has to be a lot of money. You know what? No, At it's, least $10. it's like, it's like a Dutch rudder. It's like when another guy grabs your arm and jacks it up and down. It's not it, it, like, it's fine. It's heteroflexible. <laughs> I think it's Take five V coins for me. <laughs> <laughs> Five V coins, you'll get a jackoff video. I, I, I have a question about the, the weed smoking going on here. I thought that we, and I, it's killing me because I haven't gotten high in, I don't even know how long, that you shouldn't put smoke, even if it's vape, in your lungs because it's making your lungs lose their cilia and then you can have problems if you get corona. Well, what's the deal here with everybody getting high except for me? My last vice. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not giving up weed. Try That's my it. cannabis for my cold dead, dead hands. Yes. Dead no, I mean, how bad you're, you're, you know, you know more about this than I do. Pretty much anybody does. Uh, joint how bad is it? Flour will kill your cilia way quicker than this will. Flour, but, but you're saying this will be okay? No, I'm not saying it'll be okay. I'm saying it's less damaging than, than pure flour. Harm reduction. So it's harm reduction. <laughs> so I either do vapes or bongs. Both have about the same impact. I, I like bongs. And um, <laughs> it is about one eightieth of the the cilia are killed when you filter it through something or have a distillate. As long as the distillate doesn't have glycerin in it, if it has glycerin, then you're kind of fucked. This does okay. not. Okay. All right. I'm not sure what glycerin is, but okay. And anyway, people watching along, if anyone wants to pop on cam to ask questions, pop on cam. See, I'm getting your business already, cam. Um, one jack off video cam. One. <laughs> if you want to pop on camera and ask a question, just let us know in the chat and we'll like rotate people in. Cam, okay. all right, wait. Yeah. Compromise. One jack off video where it's just your face. So you're jacking it. You're jacking <laughs> it. on your face when you have an orgasm only. You've seen that website. Is it um Beautiful Agony, Agony. where they show the people's faces while they're coming? Have you seen No that? way. Wait, no. So, so I, do they open their eyes? Sometimes, yeah. A lot of them like look right at the camera. It is they're, the first website I had was ever on, like in the nineties, I think, or like early two thousands. I was, I was. I don't even, is it still a thing? Oh, it's still a thing. Okay. It is so hot because you don't see any genitals. It's not anything, but just like watching these people's faces as they masturbate and as they come is like hotter than watching like someone get gang banged. Like, Oh my God. What is, what, is what, is this, what is this called? Where, where's my note? Agony is the website. Beautiful agony. agony. Yeah. One jack off video cam. One, just one. Man, he's no. relentless over here. I, I love it. I, I think I, I've never actually seen my face in orgasm, I guess I you should take do this it. for nothing for no other reason to simply see what you look like. And and Cam tie it back to this hippie woo woo weekend shit. Like really get in touch with yourself and your essence while you touch while yourself. while you are touching your core. Just unbelievable. And your wiener, touch your wiener. Yeah. See, you thought I was bad, Cam. They are relentless over here. <laughs> relentless. Wait. So getting back to this, and the, what is that called again? Ag total agony. Beautiful agony. Beautiful agony. Uh, I I have never been able to have an orgasm with my eyes open. Me neither. So maybe these are all fakers. That are the ones that have their eyes open are fakes. They're frauds. No, the ones I that are closed. It's not physically real. impossible to keep your eyes open during an orgasm. That's totally possible. I can't though. It's like I sneezing. can't. People do. Yeah. Eyes open when you're sneezing. I don't no, think that, you could. That's I, what about all the people in the chat here? Come on. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Come right in here and tell us if you can open your eyes during an orgasm. Yeah. Chat people, do you come with your eyes open? Louisa, do I'm you come pretty with sure. your eyes open? And maybe men can do it, but women can't. I go cross-eyed when I come. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel put the thing for beautiful agony. So perfect. And they have some free videos on there. So after we're all done tonight, go to beautiful agony and watch a few of their free sample videos. I know. I'm going to be doing that. Yeah, Here's there's, a, a, there's a mixture of both. It looks like more people than not close their eyes, but some people, uh, both uh, male and female presenting people, are saying open. It just depends. Yeah. Really? I take I, it back. I have come with my eyes open, but they've been rolled back in my head. So <laughs> my cleaning parts aren't there, but my lids are open. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs>
You may think of me as a dirty birdie, but I believe in having clean options. I support companies with innovative products that break the norm and help clean up my daily routine. And that is exactly why I love Native. Native deodorant doesn't just block odor better, it's made better. Native has ingredients you've heard of, like coconut oil, shea butter, or tapioca starch. It's also vegan and never tested on animals. Aluminum forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating. And that's why Native never uses ingredients like aluminum, parabens, sulfates, or talc. Now, I've been using Native for quite some time, and true story, this past week, I grabbed some regular drugstore deodorant out of my medicine cabinet without thinking, and I put it on. My pits were not happy. I have no idea why it felt so different. Was it that sweat gland plugging aluminum? I have no clue. But what I do know is that my body really likes Native. And switching to Native didn't mean that I had to sacrifice on odor protection. Native keeps me smelling and feeling fresh all day long. And I'm not the only one who loves Native either. Check out their over 14,000 five-star reviews. So do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash sunny, S-U-N-N-Y, or just use the promo code sunny at checkout. You'll get 20% off your first order. Again, that's Native deo.com slash sunny or use the code s-u-n-n-y at checkout for 20% off that very first order the summer season is in full swing sun's out buns out right and wait wait a minute if your buns are out what else is out well i hope you're keeping whatever is out neat and tidy get yourself some manscaped they offer the best tools to keep your hair groomed above and below the waist now you know how much we love manscaped's products right well the excitement has reached a whole new level because they've just released their shears 2.0 nail kit now the shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes slashed tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. So you're probably wearing flip-flops, right? Clean up those toes! And more importantly, I know where those hands are going. Don't ruin special moments with sharp, pokey, painful hangnails. You know exactly what I mean. You can add the Shears 2.0 nail kit to the Perfect Package 3.0 kit, which comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and the Manscaped Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, plus the Crop Preserver, a testy toner that's designed to give you a pep in your step. For a limited time, subscribers can also get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, at manscaped.com. Yeah, you heard that right. 20% off and free shipping at M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com with the code SUNNY. Here's a question for you. Why is it that after I ejaculate, saliva builds up? (laughs) It's actually a fairly normal response. Um, the the cascade of reactions yeah. that happen during an orgasm. That's one of the things that occurs is an increase in saliva production. Yeah. That made Louisa want to get yeah, the fuck yeah. out of here. Oh my god. Well, I just have this visual when you're like I all the saliva drips. I pictured like your penis with a mouth on it, like mouth saliva, <laughs> which was just funny. Um it, it, it yeah, I think it is a biological response, Ken. I it it pretty unusual it was quite unexpected when i i was with a guy who actually drooled into my mouth it was repulsive oh, oh. i don't like that no matter i don't anything. i know no drooling into my mouth that that yeah. is not cool well it's interesting <laughs> thing about saliva and reproductive organs <coughs> is my dentist told me this it was really awkward i had the same dentist since i was like six and i was a young adult and I was maybe 22 or something. And he's in my mouth doing his thing. And he's like, are you menstruating? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, it's a little known fact. And he's like, the reason I ask is 
um, first of all, your gums are bleeding more than usual and you have an overproduction of saliva. And I was like, what? He's like, yes. Notice when you have your period, your mouth gets more like watery. And I was like, get the fuck out. So then now every month I pay attention, I get a little like, like my mouth has more saliva when I'm menstruating. Whoa. Yeah. Well, wonders Weird. never cease. I think that I, I, I think that it just brought my what when you when you like a cat when their their hair raises. I don't know. I don't. I don't like that whole discussion that he had with you. And it, it kind of creeped me out. Okay, I, I I'm not big on that. <laughs> Which part? The dick saliva? No, or the, the, the the dentist asking you about you being on your period. It's a little creepy. It was, but. I think it was more just judgment because he was my dentist for like 25 years and he had never been the slightest bit creepy. So I think he was just being like dorky medical science. And oh, just God. The mark. Can I ask yeah. you a question though? What? You have a dental fetish. I do. Is it because of that <laughs> dentist? Not really, no. Your dentist, the only one you had for 25 years. Yeah. I'm not attracted to him. It was the fact that I was held down <laughs> And being experimented on, like my earliest sexual fantasies were almost like an X Files dentist. Kind of my <laughs> earliest sexual David fantasies. Duchovny? No, just, just yeah. my I early David had nothing to do with the people. It was they were always almost like mad scientists. Like I'm gonna take you and tie you down and like you know open your mouth up and like poke around and do things. So I think in my mind, being at the dentist, having to lay in the chair and be like this emulated, like the mad scientist kind of, you know, mm -hmm. and nothing to do with my dentist. He wasn't hot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about like little, little shop of horrors dentist, Steve Martin? You'll be a dentist. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Too comedic. <laughs> my, my sexual fantasies are very serious. You know, I knew this girl who she was like she, a poor woman. She was like a young girl and she went to a gynecologist and he asked her if she's ever had an orgasm. And she said, no. He said, do you want me to teach you? <gasps> I thought that was a little creepy too, by the way. That's creepy. Yeah, that's bad. And who knows, yeah. by the way, did you ever have any teeth pulled and have to go under like the gas or anything? Who knows what the hell your dentist was doing to you? Yeah, but I only did one time. And oh, actually, it wasn't that dentist. It, I had to go to an oral surgeon. So who knows? Oh. I don't know. The oral surgeon? I know. Maybe that was that one a hot one? No, he was like an old, weird, oh. not, no, <laughs> wet, no. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, sex oh. during quarantine. I don't know how we got to death. Then gynecologists going above and beyond their duties. The, you know, the more you, you you guys tell me about your fantasies, I end up living them out. Like, the, I think the last time we talked, you told us, yes, you told me about clown sex. About, yeah, you were dressed as a mime when you met Ken. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm at a BDSM party dressed as a fucking mime. Yeah, check this out. Back there. You see what's going on back there? There's Ken. Yes. That's, Kevin, that's, that's me at a BDSM party right up there. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I love it. It actually, it, it, it made things much easier for me at the party. Like it was, I didn't have to worry about using my words and people felt like they could come talk to me. It's interesting because that's why a lot of people like not only role play, but specifically like animal play where they, they now don't have to talk. They don't have to communicate. They can just exist on a simpler level. So maybe it's a similar sort of. Yeah. Actually, miming is a form of objectification. Oh, wow. Wait, wait. Let's let's delve into that one. Well, it's like being a piece of human furniture or anything else. The lack of communication is what makes it objectification. You wanted to, you like, I mean, obviously, we're not including people who don't have speech as an ability, but we're talking about like the exploration of like restraining your vocal cords in a way where it's sexualized. And that's something that uh, people look as though it's objectification. Or vocal bondage. Or vocal oh. bondage. Cam, are you into vocal bondage? 
I guess so. I guess I love tying up those vocal cords. Did your mom ever make you play the quiet game when you were a kid? No, I never played the quiet game. Uh, that's where uh, you know when you have two siblings. That's where your mom's like we had. She had us play the quiet game to see which of us could be quiet the longest. It was just a way to oh, shut yeah. us up. Oh yeah, we did that. Of all course, right. All right. yeah. You did that. <laughs> well, you did that. Well, we can. Or who who uh, can resist laughing? Maybe more like that kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, yeah, something along. I'm like that. <laughs> so yeah, I think like anybody out there who's listening. And by the way, we have another spot if you want to come on and ask questions. If you're freaked out that your sex is different, don't be. Shit's weird right now. It's okay for you to have different sex, not enough it's, sex. It's exactly the, best the same it's sex. the best like, time to be weird ever. It, that's it, what I'm saying. Yeah, you could do things that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah. It could be the end of the world. Yeah, I think it really is the best time to get in touch with yourself. So, like, a lot of times we'll tell people who are just on their you know, sexual exploration journey. And they're like, you know, I've just been going through the motions of sex and I, I don't really know what I want. And I, you know, maybe I want to be kinky and I'm just going to start this journey. The first thing we tell them is like, forget the other people. Like you first, you have to start with yourself, like figure out what you like, what you don't like, you know, what are your, what are the things you want? What are your boundaries? What are the sex acts you've maybe never even considered? How would you feel about doing them? How do you like to be touched? You don't know? Start with touching yourself. Like do the embarrassing thing. If you always want to stick something up your ass, but you're embarrassed, do it by yourself first. Cause there's nobody to be embarrassed with. Because but make sure alone. there's a fucking handle on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it could be really bad at this time. We won't be able to go to the ER right now. Don't use a gerbil. Your ass, you won't be able to go to the ER. So risk assessment. Yes. So yeah, it is a good time. And also like, you know, I've been getting more into like controlling anxiety and controlling what's going on with your mind by controlling what's going on with your body. Like, you know, if you're doing breathing or you're finding a way to like calm your body down, it'll calm like the anxiety going on in your head down. And no, that's a great way to do it. Like to self pleasure and to just like you do, you escape, you know, or you're putting your body in, like you were saying earlier, uh, Karen Lee, like, having a massage. It feels good. And it takes your body to a different place and takes your mind to a different place. Sex is the same sort of thing. I, I, I was, I was going to say something, one other thing before, because otherwise I'm going to lose my train of thought. It, I just finished, I just wrote a book. It's called, uh, um, I'm going to say it's Cougars Guide again. Uh, my second book, it's called Fuck Games, Stay Cougars. And one of the big things in both my books that I wrote about is really bettering yourself both inside and outside and what better time to do it by right now? Because you don't want to go on a date with anybody without like really feeling good about yourself. You're not going to get like someone yeah. who's really attractive and the outside and the inside if you don't feel good about your own attractiveness. So this is That's this true. is like right. beyond what you're just saying about sexually. I'm, I'm taking it to a whole nother level, on a whole nother level. Just like make it like how you can better yourself in all aspects of your life, whether it be your career, whether it be just your relationships, your family and friends, make yourself the best person you can be before you go out yeah. into the, the real scary world. And it's interesting that you say that because it makes me think, you know, there are some people who are very wrapped up in their looks. You know, it's like they have to have the manicure every so often. They have to have the, you know, nice clothes or the nice haircut or da da da. And it's like, we can't go out and do that right now. So if like you're someone that's really like puts your value in how you look and maybe you do it a little more than you should, this is kind of a good time. Like you can't go get that manicure. You got to take those gel nails off yourself and look all scangly oh, and go to work and not have a haircut. And I love that word, scangly. Yeah. Scangly is where you have a gel nail that's like, Grows up to about here. Yesterday, I had scangles. Who made this? Yeah, <laughs> I literally pulled them both off. It was like I think I ruined my nails forever. But you're right. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you have to really decide to love yourself the way you are right now. But more importantly, like when when we do in the year 2017 or something, when we're out, uh, if if there is a 2017, 
we might be able to like really love ourselves and like ourselves enough to be able to meet the people that you want to meet not be so shy yeah. and worried about oh uh, this person's gonna not be good you know she won't think I'm good enough or he won't think I'm good yeah. enough that's true that is true oh here's a question hold on um feel free to post it versus me sending in long distance poly relationships long-term partner who I'm engaged to is in the same city as a new partner I'm across the country so we're going through a very tumultuous parts even before social distancing now the dynamic is totally different also, I moved across the country for a new job, trying to figure out how to navigate next steps. Yet anyone I meet locally is just as far in a world of quarantine. What helpful questions, what are helpful questions you think about? Wow. Yeah, that's a, it, things are fucked right now. Okay, so first of all, there is no easy, like, it's not like, oh, here's the solution to your problems. Like, things are fucked right now. Um it, I think it's a matter if you want to maintain the relationship with your partners long distance, or do you want to meet somebody new long distance? Because those are your only right. options. You don't have an option three of meeting somebody in person. You just can't do it right now. Yeah. And I think like we need to lean into what our options are, even if like, you're like, fuck, you know, I don't want to be on zoom or doing long distance stuff, you know? And it sounds like you're already kind of in that position with that long-term partner anyway. And maybe this is your time to try to embrace it, to get new, like everyone's talking about like, oh, here's how you can be more intimate, whether that's emotional intimacy or sexual intimacy, uh, long distance. Cause we're doing long distance with our partners that live five miles away because we're not going out of our house. So like everyone's in a long distance relationship right now. What did I hear? I heard something. Um, oh, it was, uh, either we're in permanent long distance relationships or we're suddenly like living with our partners. And it's like, oh, now we're all lesbians. Cause you know, they <laughs> just take on, like they move in with their partners or in permanent. Long it was funny. Anyway. No, that, that I, was, I mean, there's so many stories out there about people like, they just started dating, and and one of one person that was on our get vocal, Krista, was talking about how she like made out with this guy, and the next day they both realized that they had they had the virus, and oh, so that they, they moved into together. Decided to quarantine together. Wow. After one week. Yeah, pretty intense. Yeah, it's an intense time for everybody. Like people who are in relationships that are quarantined with their partners, it's like any little pain point in the relationship or cause of conflict that maybe in a normal, you know, world, you could kind of gloss over and pretend it's not happening now because we're like stuck with each other and we're under stress and we're experiencing trauma. Like th that shit's magnified. Totally. People are, people are going to get hella divorced when this is all over. Like it's happening in China. The divorce players are like, their phones are ringing off the hook. Um, so it's, it's a challenging time right now for all of us. Like there's no way around it. It sucks. Like we're all going to be grieving, you know, whether we're literally grieving people that we've lost, whether we're grieving what our relationship used to be, whether we are grieving what our life used to be. And now it's completely different. Like we are all collectively grieving in one way. Like it's, there's heavy shit going on. So to think like, well, you know, let's just try to make things as normal as possible is not going to happen, which sucks. Um, and I think like people just need to be gentle with themselves. Right. Like, you know, we were saying Karen Lee, like it's time to work on yourself. And I agree. However, I agree in working on yourself in a way that you're not making it goal oriented. No, no, like, yeah. Don't demand, like, okay. By the end of, by the end of quarantine, oh, well, I'm going I'm to learn Spanish. Exactly. Like, don't do that. But that, just, that's like, a New Year's resolution. It's exactly. never going to happen. It's something you want. It's a nice, nice that you want to have, but it doesn't come through. Like, just leave it open. Like, I'm going to spend time with myself. I'm going to get to know myself. I'm going to challenge myself with new things. I don't know what those are. I'm not going to set any benchmarks or goals or make it like productivity. I'm going to masturbate three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. I, I always tell people to do this. 11 p.m. because I have a live. Oh, wow. I say, like, <laughs> I say do this. You take out a post-it note and you write down one good thing about yourself. You stick it on the mirror. Karen Lee, we don't have post-it notes. It's the apocalypse. Okay. Take a piece of paper and a piece of tape and stick it on a mirror. 
And write down one good thing about yourself. Okay, and I know it sounds crazy. Then the next day, do the same thing. Do it five days in a row. And then in five days, you'll see, hey, I'm not that bad. Look at all these great five positive things about myself. I mean, it yeah. could work. A lot of people yeah. are feeling shitty right now. They're lonely or whatever. Or they're in a relationship that sucks or they don't feel good about themselves. Do something to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And I have um, the last few, not this week's podcast was about gaming. So we kind of got off the COVID thing. But the last three before that, we, as I said, we were talking with psychologists and different people and the show notes at americansexpodcast.com for some of those episodes. I put tons of links for like free mental health resources, like things you can do for yourself that again, aren't goal oriented things, but things to help yourself cope mental health wise with what's going on. And there's a lot of great free stuff out there right now. Like that's the saving grace. I think of all this, it's like, we're all going through a hard time. Like me and Ken were saying like, cause it's not just, you know, our relationships and our side, like financially, a lot of us are fucked. And you know, when finances go sideways, like relationships, like people fighting and shit. And, you know, we were saying, we said this about our finances, but it really applies to everything. It's like, oh shit, you know, we're not sure how we're going to pay our bills and this sucks. And we're like, you know what, if there's ever going to be a time where suddenly we're not sure if we can pay the rent or we're not sure if we can pay the bills, let it be a time where everyone's going through the same it, shit and it it's is. not just us. I have been poor many times <laughs> in my life. This is the best time to be poor. Yeah, right it's, it's we hit the jackpot for this. Exactly. It's the same with sex, relationships, stuff, mental health, because we're all going through it at the same time. So there's great, like, media that you can consume that talk about these things. It's everywhere. There are free resources. There's free mental health apps. There's free meditation shit. There's free sex stuff. Like if you're going to be going through a hard time, if, if any of the, you know, big themes in your life, let it be now when everyone's producing free content to help you get through it. So I don't know. And don't, and don't forget comedy. Yeah, totally. Totally. And real quick, we have two more minutes left of the broadcast, um, but everybody stick around because when we stop the broadcast, so you guys on Facebook, on um, YouTube, on Periscope, we're going to be over in a second. But guess what? Everyone on Get Vocal, we're going to stand back here and hang out for a little bit and you're going to miss it. So get on over to bit.ly, B-I-T L-Y slash Sunny, S-U-N-N-Y, Get Vocal, G-E-T-V-O-K-L, and come join us and hang for a little. Um but yeah, real quick before we leave, because now we got one minute, where can people find you for the, for those that have just been introduced to you? What's the story? Sex Talk with my mom. You can listen to our podcasts uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out our new merch page at sextalkwithmymom.com, which features Fuck Games Day Cougars. <gasps> Yay! Woo-hoo. I'm very excited about your new book, Karen Lee, by the way. Oh, I would love We're to also- have your opinion and, and review. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk totally. We also now go live at noon, uh, most weekdays at on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. Okay. At, so, at Sex Talk with my mom. Follow along on Instagram. You're pretty easy to find, but it's so funny because I don't know how many times that I fucked up saying your name instead of saying Sex Talk with my mom. How many people say, "Oh, it's Cam and Karen Lee from Sex with My Mom." Today. Does that happen a lot? Today. It happened yeah. today. Today. We interviewed. Someone tagged us. Yeah. Today. today. <laughs> Nikki Paris said, oh, I just had a great session with sex with my mom. And well, I'm like, no, thank you for the compliment. But no. But it, Cam, I think you need to make a t-shirt that says, no, dude, comma, it's my mom. Yeah, we. I think that's going to be our next oh, We do have a Patreon page, by the awesome. way. We also have patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Just, okay, cool. Awesome. Yep. And there's all kinds really? of ways that you can support Cam's masturbation habits. <laughs> my only fans account <laughs> we'll get we'll get you some we'll get you some some help here um so those of you watching the replay or watching the simulcast we'll see you later but everyone else stay here because we're gonna have a little after party all right thanks so thanks much. for having thanks. us see you next week. Bye, everyone Bye. Thanks for listening to American Sex. To keep up with Ken and I, we'll first make sure you watch our TV show, Sex with Sunny Megatron, on Showtime. Then visit SunnyMegatron.com. There you can learn more about us, read our blog, peruse our workshop calendar, or hire us. For what? Well, either for private coaching, or to book us to teach at your event or university, or as sex and relationship writers for your publication. Oh, and don't forget, we're on social media, too. 
I'm the super social one, so you can find me as Sunny Megatron on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my YouTube channel, and a bunch of other places. But if you want to get me on Snapchat, you got to look for Sunny underscore Megatron, and you can follow Ken on Twitter at at tag SciChicken. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-K-E-N. Also, please support us by shopping with the affiliates and sponsors from our breaks. And if you contribute to our Patreon, we're going to love you forever. Well, we're going to love you forever anyway, but just go with it. Lastly, if you like this broadcast, tell people about it. Tweet it, Facebook status it, and rate it on iTunes and other platforms. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next week on American Sex.